1: ¿Qué pasa, campeones? And welcome to the Churros y Tacticas podcast. You might be surprised of me starting today's podcast. But yes, as we did agree upon, if Barça Femini was going to beat Real Madrid over the weekend, then I was going to do the intro. And I, in fact, I'm the one that offered this, right? The one that put that this, this let's say, deal on the table and Kian took it. So here I am doing the churros intro um, after what has been a uh, tumultuous week, Kian. Uh, rem, rem, rambunctious, rembo, uh, uh, boisterous. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with some words These here words are getting out of control. Yes, yes. I, I, and that's how it's felt. That's how it's felt. Honestly, since we last uh, hit record, it feels like uh, th- things have been getting out of control. Um, but at the same time, very interesting as well. Um, following our uh, Messi being greater than Cristiano debate. Um, uh, so anyway, let's to get back on track We've got a lot to get through today uh, We've got a lot to talk about Rehash, uh, Kian is back in Canada As well, and uh, we of course Have to discuss this weekend's results uh, Which has a lot to do With the current mood that is set in I'm in no mood for celebrations or rolling R's as I'm watching this uh, Friendly, the Maradona Cup Take place over in Saudi Arabia Which sees Barca play this friendly against Boca Juniors In the memory of the deceased legend that is Diego Maradona, ¿qué pasa, campeones? Welcome to Churros. Let's get into this. Uh, Kian, what's up, my friend? How are you doing? Jet lag okay? You're back from uh, Madrid, the Derby. Um, You must be feeling good. Feel great. I mean, it's uh, the
0: interesting thing about very short trips. I'm doing shorter trips, right? Like, I'm not doing like five days, weeks anymore. I used to do long trips, but you know, I don't like to be away from the kids, so I, you know, I was in. I got to Spain Saturday morning, and I left Spain Monday morning at the crack of dawn. The cool thing about going like at that pace across the ocean and back is that you don't really feel the jet lag as much. It's just kind of in and out, and you're, it's just a blur, and you get there. and I had a great time because just jam pack, you know, the game, the podcast, and straight back to the airport. It was, you know, uh,
1: but. Must be surreal almost, right? Like, I remember when I was a kid, I used to think, like, imagine if just instant time travel was possible and you just like snap your fingers and you're in a different place, different culture altogether. That's pretty much what it's like, um, coming from different time zones, especially if you get to sleep, of course. Uh, you know, I've never been the person to just hit the seats, uh, hit the seat and sleep, but my wife is, my dad always been as well. And, and it, it just means you, you go to sleep and you wake up in a completely different environment. And it's almost surreal, right? I mean, you should have that jet lag do you still suffer from jet lag Um, uh,
0: again with these i do generally speaking but not in this trip I, I think that's the that's the privilege of living in 2021 you can take a nap and then wake up uh in a different continent whereas you know when our parents were kids you if you wanted to, i mean well like let, or let's say before planes existed you'd have to get on a horse or a car, and then, like, a month later, maybe you'd be in the you'd other side of the country. you way back now. Yeah. I'm going way back for absolutely no reason. Uh, by the way, on Friday, so what we actually... It wasn't just, like... We already knew Barcelona's women's team was going to beat Real Madrid Femenino, so it was a foregone conclusion yes. that you were going to do the intro regardless because there was no way that we were going to win that game. But I will say... Uh, and I didn't see the game yet. I still want to watch I'm planning on watching it. Who knows? With you know, if I'll be able to. But um, f- I, I can was tell you expecting. Tell about it if you want, and save you the trouble, Kian. <laughs> well, just that I, before you say anything, I, I first of all, it was a great. Uh, I was talking to Nils, who you know who was sitting with me, Presser, at the athletic game, and he was there at the game, and he said it was you know great atmosphere at jam Jampack Stadium, which was nice to see. And I was expecting like 7-0 or 10-0 and it was only like 4-1 or something. So, you know, I think we were all surprised it wasn't a
1: bigger bloodbath. So, but you still got to do you the You know interview. what? I think everyone was. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, Barca was leading by three goals uh, to nil before Madrid got one back. And, yeah. um, you know, they're kind of... I mean, these these ladies are just something else, man. It's yeah. it's You're talking an undefeated... Not just undefeated, excuse me. It's at this point, I mean, 13 match days in, you know, what is that? Another six almost with the tomorrow in the Champions League. So you're talking a win streak, a win streak so far of, um, you know, do the ma- 19 wins, 19 consecutive win. It's yeah. the Jonathan Gerard's team. The ladies are only winning, picking up points in threes. Um, and you just don't see them slowing down or stopping. Obviously, the big question will be the latter stages of uh, the Champions League, which uh, you know, we've got a lot of fucking cover, man. I mean Yeah, it's a busy one. And, and look
0: as we, we said as we said on Friday's episode, you know, Barca Femenino are playing a different sport altogether. It's just they're they're on a different universe and yeah. we wanna really talk about it. Um we got a lot to talk about today, so um there's the draw, there's the results. I will say, you know, watching the Osasuna Barca game <laughs> I um, thought
1: you were referring to the Osasuna Barca before. That's why I said I, I, I can save you the trouble. I didn't realize you were talking no, about No, that, that one I did watch. That one I did watch. So tell me, what
0: were you going to say when you told me to save the trouble? So, like, what was your what was your analysis of that game?
1: No, well, I was texting you during the game because I was watching it late. Yeah. And I said, no spoilers. Yeah. And right at that moment, um, was, was it uh, Garcia, right? He, he got Danny Garcia scores the header. Danny Garcia. Yes, right after, you know, Nico gets his very first goal for the first team. <sighs> well, so, to, but talk me through it, though. You're, you're not saying enough,
0: like, because I don't, like, did, were you encouraged at all about anything?
1: Dude, I don't know, man. It's It's been a funny time, Kian. Like, I, I've been, you know, emotionally a little bit... Um, if you want to say under the weather, I don't know. But it's just been an emotional time in, like, in all areas of life where it's like uh, my escape used to be, <laughs> for a while at least, used to be Barça. But not even there am I able to find some peace and rest. And that is, of course, my job as well. And, and then there's a whole circus surrounding that as well. So I don't know, It's uh, I, I live these games very emotionally. They're emotionally charged games. These are emotional times and um it was like uh i mean walk you through it you know from a tactical perspective it's almost it's it's so hard because it's uh you feel like there is there is a change of course uh, being bestowed upon this team by the hands of Chavi, and uh, certain positive aspects are certainly visible where you see a team trying to you know take initiative and opponents have, had the balls, spread the pitch, use the wingers a lot, um, uh, you know, trying to take a, 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 um, an offensive, um, again, initiative uh, to the game where you take the ball to the Indian opponents, you defend with the ball as well. Um, but it's just not, it's obviously not an product yet. Uh, that, that, that's a foregone conclusion as well. And when we talk about those is that, this is sort of still preseason for Xavi, yet he's playing with a massive disadvantage where he has a team that is, uh, you know, whether half of it have bad habits from having played under, you know, questionable conditions and having instilled a sort of philosophy in a dressing room that has clearly not benefited the team. And, you know, old habits die hard with many of these players. Uh And then you have new players that are still... Um quite frankly, taking you know being an example uh for a, a lot of these more veteran players as well, you look at Gabi, you look at Nico, you look at Abde as well uh three players that quite frankly and, and again whether we believe the reports or not have to be saved and have to be spared from any any sort of criticism because um they are showing that intensity and that willpower to succeed and 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 you know win the game, go for the game without any complejos and any complexes or inferiority complex or questions or, you know, doubts that, that, I mean, you see so many players that have so much talent that you know could produce such, so much more, so, uh, better football, convincing football, good, you know, good quality football consistently, yet, they're making so many errors and mistakes, or even uh, lacking in something as basic as intensity, as as Chavi himself addressed in the post press conference, right? That yeah, it just um it, to get to your question, you know, walk you through it's just it's very hard to analyze these games without getting uh yeah e- emotional about it if you care so much for this team and, and and it was it was you know a gut punch one after the other the old one too right obviously with the one nil, uh and then the 2-1 as well to then see Chimi Avila. like Chimi Avila, Kian, how many times have i talked big about Chimi you know he's one of my favorite players i was so excited when before his knee injury that kept him on sideline for for far too long uh, he was linked with Barca. That was when, when before Braithwaite came, in, right around that time. And I was, like, oh my God, if we can get Chimmy in, um, that uh, you know, it was, I was happy for him, uh, <laughs> quite frankly, ha- and happy for these Osasuna fans as well, because this that is just, it's an awesome stadium, man. It's it's just a great football stadium where these kind of matches are are quite frankly awesome, uh, intensely lived, and it's it's great football. You know, people come call this a farmers league or don't give any merit to you know points being taken away from teams like el sadar in in a stadium like that um quite frankly don't love the game of football uh and uh, if they want to not consider these big games uh and important games uh and where league titles are won then so be it if they only want to include uh you know or call knockout stage games, uh, big games and important games, and so be it. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, I mean, I digress. I,
0: we want we also sooner an annoying team to play against, and <clears throat> we all want them in La Liga par- partly because, El that, are such a great great atmosphere, and it brings so much to La Liga. Um, look at and Chima Avila, Abil- man, the the game is just never over when he's on the field. I just it's it's amazing. He's such a great story. We all were broken when he suffered his injury now that he's back and he's doing things like this i mean it was an incredible story and i mean part of the reason i wanted you to talk me through it because you know obviously when you texted me that i didn't respond about the game because you said no spoilers so i was like well i'll let you watch i yes. think at that game the game wasn't actually over i think in my feed maybe it was 2-1 at that point or or maybe it was 1-1 okay. i wasn't sure but when when mm. when it's 2-1 i was like he'll be fine they're gonna win this game and i you know they probably should have and i mean they should always beat Osasuna, let's be honest. But on the run-up play, you guys were the better team. But it is weird because when I was watching this, I actually felt that Um on the not overall. So because Osasuna to me were so bad defensively. You see them defending in a 4-1-4-1 4-1 block and it was just was not compact at all. It was vulnerable. You saw that, you know, players like Nico could get into these channels pretty easily. Um, by the way if, if, if you want some Silver linings I'll give you a couple Or just at least Things to be happy about Nico and Abde Really impressed me I think Abde yes. Abde really Grown on me Because at first When I saw him I was like This is a very eager kid He's talented I think he overdoes it A little bit But but he's yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I actually think That that's, right now It's a good thing To be over eager For a kid like it's that amazing. Because Barca Needs some initiative the, Like he's taking Players on He's not afraid yeah. He's a good line breaker mm-hmm. His touches are really beautiful. He's playing with a bounce and a swagger and a confidence that Barcelona could use. I thought he was a real positive. I, I actually think he's starting to convince me that, you know, after Ansu, is he, should he be the other winger starting, even
1: if everybody's healthy? Maybe like right now, Kian, how, how can you not have him start? You know, yeah. um, he's, he's an energizer buddy and I've, I've, I completely sign on. You just said that you in, initially you felt this like over-eagerness, eagerness, overzealousness, you know, willingness to or, or need, want to impress. Um, but that's exactly what the team needs. That's exactly what Xavi asked for from these players. And it's what you're going to get from this fresh, new, young crop of young bloods, young guns that want to, uh, you know, shine on the biggest stage. And, and you know, they know that they are playing for the team that they have always dreamt to play for you know from uh, this is this is their mission right this is their mission to play for the Barca first team in this case and they're not going to let this opportunity uh, uh, get by them some players you know have maybe forgotten uh, or have lost that passion which is also kind of normal uh, with the passing of years um but it's inexcusable uh for a club like Barsan. That's why, you know, like we talk about hard and harsh decisions have to be made. Uh and on basis of this, you know, you, you have to say that your Gabis, your Nikos, your Abdes right now are must starters in Chabi's in eleven. There's I, I no doubt about it. I think
0: that's about right. I mean uh they're playing with a certain hunger right now, which reminds me a little bit of the hunger that you know when when Real Madrid were initially started their rebuild after Ronaldo left and Solari started to bring in the regulons, the Viniciuses, the Llorentes. It kind of reminds me of that, where it's like we just it just seems like the bellies are full for everyone else, but these kids they're 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 starving. They they want to go out and they just want to beat people, right? It kind of reminds me of that. Anyway, so I thought Nico was good. I thought I thought um, Abdi was really good too. I think part of the problem was that. You guys didn't capitalize and, and create enough chances on that battle, a defense. I mean, you know, those two goals were really good attacking sequences. But beyond that, how much did you guys, were you guys able to create? Um, and I think the other part of the problem is like who, like the set piece defending from Barca was really poor and, you know, on like Real Madrid level poor. Real Madrid have been disastrous defending set pieces. Danny Garcia, or David Garcia, sorry, was completely free for that header. Um, it's it's just one of those games that you should have won based on probably the balance of play, but it was kind of weird just looking at it because I just felt like at times it felt like Osasuna and Barcelona were almost equals going at each other, and um, and it's 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 really weird seeing Barça like this, man. I don't I don't know what else to say. It's uh, before well, I would you- I would be sarcastic or jinx it, but like this is <laughs> it was poor. It was poor. So I, you know, there's still a lot of time left. It's funny because, and I'm going to drag Real Batista into this discussion out of nowhere, but um, we were talking about, like, Lucas and I were talking about Barca. They'll get into the top four. And I was like, I think they will, partly because I don't expect Real Sociedad to sustain their top four um, place. They'll cool off, and they are cooling off. They have been cooling off. But I expect Sevilla and Atlético to be there in the top four. So I think Barca will sneak in, but Real Betis is coming out of nowhere now and <laughs> playing amazing football, just Play smacking man. Real Sociedad over the weekend. And so oh, no, there's another one to worry Sheesh. about there. But hey, at, and we shouldn't
1: yeah. be fully surprised neither because Pellegrini, uh, despite of uh, his bad reputation from his time at Real Madrid, is a fine coach. He is, um, very good coach. And, 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 and his players, he's got tactically very good players. Um, with Fekir, not even... You know, having been gone, obviously, having been out, missing as well. Yeah. So, one uh, me
0: also on fire.
1: Yeah. They just uh, re signed Canales, I think, and put him yeah. on also a billion, billion euro buyout clause. Basically telling everyone
0: to stay the F away from this kid. I mean, he's mm-hmm. not even a kid anymore. He's like 30, but no. You know. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. well,
1: that's cool. And, um, no, look, and, 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 you know, it's like it was it happened with Celta as well, with the uh, Yago Aspa scoring the 3-0 um mm-hmm. uh, again it's it's like uh this is a reoccurring pattern right now uh barca are in trouble there's no doubt about it and um things are not good it's it's like i said and on the, the last part i i don't know if we hit rock bottom yet and that is the most worrying part was after that defeat against Bayern, then accepting europa league which you know let's move on to that topic at some point in time um because we also need to talk about that, right? I mean, it's, it's Barca or in Europa League. Things are just not good right now. Uh, and we've drawn a team like Napoli, who, quite frankly, are p- quite possibly the worst team that we could have drawn. Like, I mean, it's, it's... You look at the teams that we could have possibly have drawn. Uh, you know, you had Bragas, you had your uh, Eastern uh, European teams. Uh, not that any of them, uh, Rangers, not that any of them would have been... Uh, Easy, but uh, we had Lazio as well, we had a bunch of Italian teams, so but Atalanta, I believe. But uh, the fact that obviously it's Napoli is, is not great for us, and uh, like I said, I mean, right now, thank god this game will be played in two months where Chabi will have more time to instill his football philosophy, work Gets with his players, players back you know, we have the winter. Get some players back, man and we're still missing Pedri and Ansu let's not forget yeah. for crying out loud you know our two best players um it'll be interesting to see how Pedri is going to slot into this this uh, you know midfield as well uh given the great performances of Nico and Gavi you know i think we're going to see a midfield with Frankie on the bench potentially you know um so we'll see Yeah. But, um well, uh, the point being is that Napoli will be very difficult, and, and, and I don't know if we can be considered favorites against Napoli. I right
0: I don't consider you favorites, but I don't know if I consider Napoli favorites either. I just I expect just two good games of football that will be entertaining. And hey, look, like we joke about Thursdays in Europa League. Thursdays are going to be freaking bangers, man. Look at the amount of great games in the <laughs> Europa games. League. There's just a lot of that good is, teams. That is true. And a lot of good games. I'm certainly going to watch on Thursdays, for sure. But um, It's going to be fun. You're so kind. Thank you, Kian. For sure. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Europa League, man. It's a great tournament. Uh, I think I'll forget. So I just want to mention (laughs) it now because we we talked about Real Betis. But I just want to give some love to Canales and Juanmi. Like, Canales right now, fourth in progressive passes in the entire league. He deserves everything, all the praise he's getting. Whether we think the one billion euros is ridiculous or not. Obviously, no one's going to play that for a 30-year-old anyway. But... Uh good for Bettis to be like, hey man, this guy's ours, we don't don't care. Um he's he's good he's for a him as well. And good for him and he's a, he's one of All those people that yeah, he's just yeah. one of those people you gotta be you gotta be happy for. And Juanmi, second in the league in scoring right now, you know, it's it's re- really good to see a story like that as well come out of this league campaign. Um uh the draw, Europa League,
1: Champions League. We can talk about the Champions League draw as well. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, okay, so yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm keeping one eye on Boca Barca over here. But, What's the score? Um, no, the game is just starting. Uh, oh, okay. I'm two minutes behind. Oh, that's I'm right. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, that was hilarious. Thank God we got something to laugh about. Thank fuck. We got something to laugh about, our coolers, because we need a laugh. And that definitely gave us a big chuckle, man. That was... Like imagine being Butragueño, you're leaving. You know this ceremony, the guy, the UEFA uh, draw, Champions League draw. You're on your way to to the airport, you <laughs> Wow, your I'm pla- so glad you're you loving this. <laughs> Thinking you're. Pla- I'm just putting myself in Butragueño shoes. It's funny, man. Yeah. laugh a little. Come on. <laughs> I'm, I,
0: I find it funny it too. I'm just amused that <laughs> you're this. and you get a
1: call. <laughs> Then you call. What? This is unprecedented. This. This is never. We've never seen something like this before. What happened? So it was weird in and of itself. And then it was like he gets the call. He's like, "Hey, come back. Uh, we fucked up. We got to do the drug and He's like, "What? Uh, yeah, yeah. You just, you just turn, turn, turn the car. We'll explain when you get here. We got to do it again. Just come." And he's like, "No, no, no. I'm, I'm not coming. I, uh, you got to come." He gets there. <laughs> and You end up playing PSG. <laughs> That is funny. That is so when you, I've seen a lot of
0: people, I've seen mostly Kool Aid's laugh about this. Is it because you guys think that PSG will beat us, or like what's going on?
1: Oh, Kian, come on! Um, and uh, excuse, well, I don't know why other coolers are laughing. I, you know, I. <laughs> That's a genuine question. I got mad about as it. much as laughing <laughs> No, listen, listen. I'm going to explain to you why this is so funny to me. Again, okay. I'm talking for me personally. I don't know why other coolers are laughing. I'm super happy about this because, first of all, I know Madrid better, and I know never underestimate Real Madrid and always consider them favorites against whoever they play for. Uh, against. Yeah. Um. But the way I see it, it's a win-win. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the teams I hate most is leaving the competition. So whether it's (laughs) Real Madrid being knocked out early or fucking BSG, uh, you know, Q QSG, let's call them being knocked out early, it's going to be a delightful experience, and I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to this game. So, okay, so that's I I was like, come on, you should know. I I consider I I never underestimate. It's not here gloating, laughing that Real Madrid are gonna. Guaranteed to get be knocked out. Absolutely not. Make no mistake.
0: I, the, the, I was going to ask you about this because I wasn't sure how you would feel in general. Like, forget about how the draw went down, but just the fact that you know, it's such a conflicting thing for everybody. I mean, for me, I'm just Barcelona. This whole PSG experiment, because you know, we have Sergio Ramos coming back, and then you know, we have you have. Messi, he's gonna score. Like, what is it gonna be like minute. for you to if if PSG beat Real Madrid and then you obviously you see PSG oh, good and really like so that'd there's it to me it's like so who's the lesser evil to you,
1: but Real Madrid or PSG? Um, look, right, you know I have nothing good to say about QSG. Yeah. So nothing, and I'll. Hugely enjoy them, seeing get you know, uh, seeing them get knocked out. I would hugely enjoy that. Um Even if it's like, if it's like you know, ah, PSG it's, led it's, by Sergio Ramos,
0: that 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 sits well with you. <laughs> and master celebrating yes, in the stands, thanks. that sits well.
1: Okay. You mean if they go through? Yeah. You mean if they knock out Real Madrid? Ah, yeah. if I, I I was talking about. Seeing PSG QSG Excuse me Get knocked out Yes that would be Delightful It would be I'll be creaming myself Now if they knock out Real Madrid I'll be super happy too Are you kidding me I love seeing Real Madrid Get knocked out And and lose And you know Especially of the Champions League So This is one thing that There's no I have
0: like No source on this There's This is just pure speculation Coming out of My brain I think I think Real Madrid Are annoyed about this, not because they had to. They had to do the redraw.
1: Butragi is annoyed.
0: I think, but I, I think they're annoyed. I think they're annoyed not because of the redraw. I think they're annoyed because now they feel awkward about signing Mbappe in January before the game, and then having to sit in the in the box with with Nasser and Florentino during the game when Mbappe is a Real Madrid player. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I think that that It'll actually.
1: It's like sitting. <laughs> it's like sitting. It's like you steal a girlfriend away from a dude, and then you're both sitting together, like at a theater or somewhere, like an, an, uh you know, I don't know, like a, an event or something. You have you're seated next to it, each other. It can work if you're
0: charming enough and you have a good relationship. But yeah, we yeah. we don't have those standards of uh, between the, these two. I, I I mean I expect I, I just expect. Ramjet is a type of club that will do things out of respect for other teams. And they'll, like, we're not going to do this signing now. We'll wait till the two legs are over. I think that's a real thing. Um, I, you know, but in the draw in a Ooh, vacuum. He, Florentino from in the stands, he's just sitting next to Nasser giving him a handshake. And he opens his coat, there's like a heart. And he's like, I love you, Kiliad. <laughs> the draw in a vacuum i'm fine with i i think psg can be beaten obviously uh i'm not saying that's I'm, you know whether that comes back to haunt me or not i'm just saying from a pure analytical right now if you watch psg play and you watch reamder player play i i have confidence beating this team things may change until february i don't know but that it's just i'm fine with the psg draw uh, I'm conflicted about seeing certain things. I still Tell me can't... you
1: wouldn't have preferred Benfica, though, please. Of course,
0: yeah. Because, you know, and no matter how you spin it, no matter how bad PSG are playing, they can just, in literally the span of four seconds, Messi or Mbappe or Neymar can do something out of nowhere. And I don't, you know, that's, there's nothing you can even... You can do your best to contain that, but you know, if they get the ball in transition and you expect Militao and Mendy to do everything by themselves and to stop these attacks, it's, you know, it's worked up until now to a certain degree. Obviously, we're first place, but is it sustainable against a team like that who can do that to you in transition? I'm, you know, I'm not looking forward to that necessarily, but I'm just saying, like, it's, it's, it's fine. We can, we can get past this. But obviously, I would have preferred Benfica. Uh, I do want to also just quickly say for, the other draws. Uh, Can I just,
1: just just say two things, or you you want to move on to other draws? Go
0: ahead, if it's on topic. yeah.
1: No, just it was really I, I, really funny as well. I I, I read uh, a comment somewhere when you drew Benfica. It was like a Madridista comment saying, "Come on, guys." <laughs> let's avenge our cool brothers and beat these guys for them i thought that was that that had me in stitches that was cool uh and then i just want to ask you how you how do you think ramos will be received how do you feel about him coming back and scoring in the 92nd minute to put uh, psg through uh
0: that's probably going to happen because that's something that would happen to us but um so don't love that uh how will he receive? I hope with with rounds of applause. Um, mm-hmm. I I I hope that he's the greatest defender in our in our history, and he's knowing done. the Madrid
1: crowd, though knowing how you know they can whistle their greats. What I would hope is that, like, so I'm thinking back to precedence of this. Um, you know, one comes to mind. Where I think it was Beckham, if I'm not mistaken, returning back to United, to Old Trafford as a Madrid player, obviously, and him getting applauded massively as uh, before the whistle before kickoff and as soon as he touched the ball those applauses went to boo and but it was almost you know cynical it was funny it was classic it was gold that that typical british humor that uh, it just made you laugh you know because he got the ovation he got the respect that he deserved before the game and then as soon as you know it's whistle as soon as the game time it was like boo. but like was, yeah that was I, you know that, that, that i i don't remember facing manchester united With Beckham in our
0: team. Maybe it was with another player, like maybe it was when he was with PSG or Milan or something. I don't know. Or maybe I'm just drawing blanks. But either way, um, I mean, shit. I actually don't mind that in theory because. It's a it's a good tactic if you want to hit if you you know, you celebrate him you respect him But during the game, you don't obviously don't want him to beat you. You want to throw him off the game go for it's a fair game I don't know if Ramos would respond to that better if you know because there's there are some players who the way they're they're wired is that if you If you treat them with hostility, they're gonna go to another gear and be like f you I'm gonna have put the performance of my life now because you did this um, so I don't know psychologically how that would actually work on Ramos, but you know I don't hate it in theory. The, the, I'm thinking about past precedents. I mean, <clears throat> um, Fernando Rodon, Redondo got a, a fantastic reception with uh, with with uh, Milan when he came back um, to Real Madrid. He got a standing ovation when he was leaving the field. I would I would assume it's something like that. I mean, look, we don't even know if Ramos will play. Cristiano
1: came back with Milan as to the camp, no? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, was the gamper, but uh,
0: yeah,
1: well, yeah, but <clears throat>
0: uh, I, I don't think it'll be booze. I, I'd be surprised. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it was weird the way he left. It was I wouldn't say it was he was blameless in it, but you know, mm-hmm. given the fact of his stature and stuff, it, it, it would shock me. Um, other draws, other draws.
1: Really happy for Villarreal to luck into Juventus. Oh, that was great. That was great. I loved, uh, there was this thing they were around. I- I'm on like this social media trip today, I noticed. But there was a th- uh, like a meme that went around <laughs> where, did you see that one that I posted on Instagram? You see Man City running after Villarreal. Yeah. Man City is the groom. Uh, Villarreal is the bride. And she jumps into the car with a, a UV driver. A Man City I think. I come back. I think from a matchup
0: perspective, that, that suits Villarreal pretty well, I you know, given that the alternative opponents, um, and, you know, Juve did well enough in the group stages, but they're struggling so badly in Serie A. Even last year when they had Ronaldo, they were struggling, they, you know... We had Atalanta, Real experience. And I think Atalanta are even a better team than Juve this season. And Villarreal took care of Atlanta, Atalanta. So I, I'm You've liking this. I'm liking well. this for Villarreal. You
1: expect Juventus to, to, to also get better as the season progresses, though, because it's uh, perhaps a little bit similar case to but so where they can, you know, strengthen the, in the winter market, and they've got good football players, so uh, it's not going to be easy for Villarreal, but I think that and Real are very inconsistent and unreliable themselves. However, Emery is great in knockout games in these kind of tournaments. He proved that, obviously, with uh, uh, everything he won with Sevilla um, in the Europa League, so it's a great matchup. And Real got good chances, for sure.
0: We almost had Ronaldo versus Messi, and yeah I'm so yeah. glad we avoided that. I just can't I can't mm-hmm. I don't I, mm-hmm. I would have to just delete social media i I don't think mm-hmm. I would be able to handle the the, the
1: discourse the dialogue. It would be
0: mm.
1: World War three What are you talking about? you thrived in the last time in, 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 in the, the, the last time we discussed this and do you know He's how much it chapter. took from me? It took from me in that in okay. that just one on. podcast it took
0: from me and it took from me I was depleted I was exhausted. I can't imagine doing that them against each other in the Champions League over two games. It would be a it would just be two fans massacring each other, two sets of fans massacring each other. I can't yeah. handle it. Can't I? Don't want to see them actually play t- against each other ever again for that reason. I I don't want <laughs> they won't enjoy the dialogue one way or the other. Um, but uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll have, we may have to bring it forward to the uh, PSG versus Manchester United quarterfinal or something i don't don't know um but how do you like atletico versus atletico versus manchester united do you like that matchup for them
1: (laughs) well i'm happy as well for them of course i mean they drew iron before talking about uh you know getting away with uh uh, yeah i mean manchester united are in trouble right now as well they are not playing great um there's all kinds of question marks surrounding their team as well Obviously, they have Cristiano who continues to be uh, uh uh decisive for them, uh, scoring uh clutch goals. Um, scored a few wink wink. You like that? You like that? You like what good. I did there? You guys are happy now, you cunts. All right, jeez. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> I gotta, we gotta post this online, man. You can't be using words like that. <laughs> Um, so it's, but it's a great, it's good for Simeone. I don't know, it, it, and and and, but also for Cristiano to go back to the done and, and you know he knows what those that that crowd is like, that stadium is like. He likes playing against Atletico. We uh, you know need to remember uh, when he was playing at Juve, of course, knocking Atletico out. Uh, he he loves playing in that stadium. So it's uh, great to see that as well. I'm, i I prefer that we avoided the Messi Cristiano matchup and got. A Messi, Bernabeu, and Cristiano Wanda matchup instead. I think that uh, you know that's exciting, and and hopefully we'll get out the best out of these two players, and hopefully we'll see. Uh, in this case, Atletico go through. I, I, I again <laughs> against Bayern, I would have not given them a chance. Uh, against Ale- uh, United, they've got a good chance.
0: Yeah, I uh, that's. I mean, it goes. Although I saying. was very
1: disappointed over the weekend with uh, with Atletico, and and I felt like. Pfft, Madrid looked so comfortable in the derby. It was it was annoying. It was awful. Um, That's interesting. It's not so what I, I expected.
0: I was at that game, and I can tell you, like, it was it really like it got comfortable later on in the game. But I, there were definitely moments where Atletico looked like the better team. But mm. but there was that better whole team. there was that whole period. And I mentioned this to you and and Chris. We were recording a podcast in person after the game. That like there was a whole period. In the second half, where it just felt like all of a sudden there was a gap between the two, because the Bernabéu was going crazy and Modric and Vinicius were doing all these touches and flicks and tackles, and there were all these olays all around the stadium, and it, and it just felt like I wouldn't say artificially, but some somehow like there was it just felt like the gap was bigger than maybe it really was when you zoom out and look at the stats and the numbers and everything like that. Um, but I, I will say this, Diego, like during this Real Madrid win streak. I'd say for the first half of it, I felt that we were just kind of scraping by. And we were getting some luck and opponents were missing chances. Courtois was coming up big. Militao and Casemiro were coming up big. And still is. And Courtois still is are. Still coming up big. Still are. And Vinicius is still doing his things. And Benzema's doing his thing. But I feel like in the last couple games, it, it mm. feels like better to it feels real to me i feel happy about the performances like that I, I, I actually feel like this is a good team and we actually have something cooking mm-hmm. here and i didn't necessarily feel that way like a month ago you know so I, something is brewing and i'm extremely 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 cautious about it because i've seen this movie so many times before as recently as 2015 and ancelotti almost may have jinxed it after the game he was like Let's not get carried away. We had a huge win streak in 2015, and then Waters got injured, and the whole season fell apart. And I'm like, Jinx. Yeah. I just don't. I don't even want don't to think know. about it. But it's it's it is.
1: Angelotti. He's either he's either cooking us something up, or uh, I felt the same as you. Uh, you know, I felt the same as you. I felt that this team was scraping points and scraping by uh, through the famous Madrid-Flor, Flor de Madrid. Mm-hmm. But lately, you do get a different sense that they have a much better control, a much more... Militao in, in defense has been excellent, um, to my surprise, at least. Obviously, mm-hmm. your midfield is still, you know, still cooking. And Benitez is coming out of his own uh, and being the player of La Liga so far, you know, Uh I would say he was voted, I think player of uh, the player month. Of the month. November, right? yeah. yeah. Player of the month. Yeah. Uh, Benzie um, scoring and everything. So no, it's uh, look, and, and and look at the points as well. I mean, how many, you guys are eight points ahead of second, nine of, Third, I believe, eighteen, of course, of Barça. I don't even so. understand that number. Do you understand that number? I don't understand it. Oh, well, yes, I do understand that because Barça has been, uh, you know, I... we've won leagues with eighteen points distance uh, from you guys. So I, I do, I do, I do know what it means. I understand it's new for you. Enjoy this feeling. I know it's awkward, but yes, it's uh, it's, it's at this it's, point of the season, though, Diego.
0: It's not even know, Christmas break history. <laughs> It's December 14th. 18 points should not be allowed between anyone. You have to, like, tr- or, try to. You have to, like, rig the lead to go 18 points ahead of anybody. Oh, man. Crazy stuff. Uh, I just don't understand it. Uh, did you know I was looking at like this? Like you get- said,
1: though, but that, that, that either plays in our favor or can really go against us <laughs> if, the, if the gap continues to increase or the fact that we still have time to make up ground, hopefully. I think you guys do
0: have a game in hand, right? Let's see if we hit Bug Bound. We so do, you could you could Sevilla, cut yeah. it down to a a, a marginal fifteen points.
1: <laughs> fifteen, baby, come
0: on. Do a... I uh I was looking at the January schedule because someone was asking mm-hmm. me when's next when do you think you're, you'll do you'll come for the next game, and I was like I don't not gonna do Cadiz, um maybe Valencia, but and then I noticed that there was a Classico in January, I which. In, in uh, the Super Copa, yeah, yeah, and I had either forgotten about it or didn't know that we were going to play each other in the semifinals, or are forgotten. I don't know, but I it yeah. was a Classico in January in Sevilla. I might go to that what? one. So oh, there you go. Uh, I don't. I, are you worried that there was a Classico in January? Come <laughs> came out of nowhere, man. I don't know. So yeah,
1: no, no, you're not worried. What, what okay. am I going to be worried about? All right, nothing, I guess um we'll see we'll cross that bridge when we get there we'll cross yeah, that right bridge now. when we get there yeah.
0: supercopa is one of those things that i i i hate the idea of but when it comes it's like it there's always something fun about it you know there's it's always like a little
1: christmas so like a little taste of, of post christmas it's like oh a little you forgot that little present A it's like a it's party. like boxing day yeah it's like hey
0: it just comes out of it just pops up and it's like <laughs> oh we have this now after this. the party yeah right, um right. All right, so I I have to go soon. Do you have a? Is there anything pressing that we miss?
1: Uh, nil, nil over in uh, Riyadh. So uh, oh, the know, Maradona, no, Maradona friendly no news. <laughs> yes, the Maradona Cup. No news coming from Saudi Arabia. Are we getting the uh, Barca uh,
0: A team? Is it the superstars all, all starting?
1: The and The youngsters and are all the youngsters. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I am not. I don't have the starting 11 in front of me now. Oh, actually, No, I don't.
0: I have it. I'm just doing a quick look because I'm just curious. I guess exactly. you can't
1: really play a game
0: in Saudi without bringing your 8. To- Dani Alves is starting. That's, <coughs> yeah, sorry. That's cool. the big news, of course.
1: Yeah. The fact that Danny- Jesus Christ, I should have mentioned.
0: Oh, you guys are actually resting a lot of players. So we have Ferran Blanc on the right wing. We have Pooch. We have Yusuf. Who is uh, Alvaro Alvaro Catalan? I don't, I've never, I don't know who that is. He's starting as your defensive Des midfielder. Is Des is playing. Dest is he playing on the left? That's what Google says. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. You have Balde playing left back. Left. Sounds like a banger, man. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I should let you go so you can go watch that. That sounds great. So, so I'll do that. I'll let you go watch that. Seems like you're itching to go watch it, and you guys got to go talk about it on Barça TV, probably. So. <laughs> I'm happy to end
1: it here. Do you have anything else that we need to talk about? Absolutely not. All right. Just that... Um, no, no. I'm going to save that for myself. <laughs> I'll, say that another, I'll say that another time. For, for Friday? No, no, I don't, no, no, no news. No news. No, it's just like... uh wanted to know if you wanted to jump in the aftermath of... Dude, <clears throat> this was big. I mean, this debate is... Uh, set new records for Churros y Tacticas and I, it was, I good marketing. Uh, was wondering whether we should discuss with our viewers the fact that this is not a level playing field and I, I take issue with that. So the le- a level playing field in, in terms of
0: more Madridistas joining discussion than cool days I'm assuming you mean, right? Obviously. Well, I, I don't know how to change that other than the fact that we need to get more cool day listeners.
1: We need to get, you know, I never understood why SB Nation didn't want to pick up this pod, you know, when I was there for Barca Blaugranas. uh, They were like, oh, this is insane. You uh, you remember, like, how uh, the editor there was just working again, like, didn't want to work with us, basically. It wasn't SB Nation, it was Barca Blaugranas, right? Barca Blaugranas, yes, yes. Um, SB Nation didn't want to put it on either. Well,
0: SB Nation, they were, when I talked to them, they were. Semi open to it, but they basically had a rule. The rule was every site gets their own podcast, and there is no Spanish football section on ESPNation. So, where are we going to put this one? So, you guys just do it, but we're not going to do like mm. op- put it on a specific blog, just post it on Managing Madrid. Um, yeah, yeah. but you know, I will say like that. So, the Chavi Modric tweet that did some rounds for, uh, for yeah, our for know. the right. Churros right. account, I think it hit some records. The great thing uh, about that tweet was was that um, the next day the Kool-Aids found it, and they came like like three three Kool-Aids.
1: Stop stop making it no. They like, they came in packs. Did rounds in Kool-Aids, Twitter. All it knows it Twitter. did
0: rounds on like so it you know it was like uh, three hundred when they're getting cornered. And then uh, the Persians are, the Persian Empire is, is getting their number. And then all of a sudden, Leonidas like calls in the other army and they all jump from the mountain. It was like that. I think like one Kool Aid Twitter account picked it up and then the rest came. They all started jumping on and they were jumping on, on Madaris's enemy. Like, and they really. I didn't they, see that. I they, didn't see they, that. And oh, yeah, Maybe go look that at that, it. Though. They took big offense to, to, to Mardis being compared to Chavez. Well, as so. they should, obviously. <laughs> Good. Here we go. I'm happy. It is so, insulting. Oh God! Don't start this, man. Don't. I don't. I have no. I, I told you it was draining last time.
1: You said they took great great offense. I'm just agreeing.
0: Okay,
1: well, uh, but I'm not sure. I there's part, there well there's part
0: of me that was that sometimes when it comes to this stuff, it's like do I don't even want any fans. I don't. I just want like nothing. I just want sometimes silence. Like we just put this out there, and then the universe hears us, and then no one can bark back at us. That that would be nice. That would be, I think, like the, everyone just like, no, but, hey, look how important we are. Listen know. to what we have to say and not shut up and, <laughs> and take notes. Just <laughs> take stop fighting. Stop fighting.
1: Take that. No, no. I mean, look, we put this out for the people. And obviously, we are just two more, uh, you know, fans with opinions and... Uh, thoughts that we want to share and put out there whether it's be- communicated between you and I or uh, a wider audience I just feel like you know it's not as let's say gratifying to uh, uh, get all of the post match or like like the the, the collateral, collateral damage after you uh, put your heart and soul into this uh, debate that quite frankly you feel like look it's irrefutable facts <laughs> Um, but, uh so not, I I'd really... I'm willing to keep, still keep it up. Look, I I'm hate still... I hate when you do I'm, this, I'm...
0: man, because you do this no. at the end of the podcast when there's no time for like to to, body, to continue body, body, the body. conversation. Body. That's why I said you're I opening cans it of it worms myself. now that's okay. why i said i, see I what wanted you're to saying it now. for myself but yeah. all i'm saying i didn't is know it was that, that okay
1: the, and i said from my perspective that putting out irref- irrefutable facts and i said i'm and I'm, I'm happy to listen to yours as well and have a debate about it even get passionate about it but then you know the the, the uh, uh, like the post drama i don't know the, the word to, to, to use this but but let's say the next day to then get all the ramifications from one side it's just it, it it yeah you're like this is not a level playing field this is not a grat. this is stop becoming a gratifying like experience discussing this to then have to put up with all the insults uh coming left and right you know questioning your credibility even knowing that like I like I said I put my job on the line quite often on this podcast mm-hmm. and I'm happy to do so because I enjoy you know the conversations we have and also discussing with our community but um, and I'm not saying it's your responsibility or your fault. That you I mean you have a massive, obviously, Madridista following. You have an entire platform, one of the biggest uh, fan sites in the world for Real Madrid, and and the big accounts on on two big accounts to to back that up. And that's that's great. I mean, it's great for us. It's great for the, the podcast. Uh, <laughs> not so great for me after having these kind of debates, uh, whether it's Xavi, Modric, or Messi, Cristiano. You know, but I'm I'm. Uh, I'm a feck. I'm a little speck in this because I'm not, you know, I have the, the 2,000 followers that I have, which is, uh, es una mierda, es una caquita. Pues mira, pues hay que aceptarlo and I, acce- I accept it, uh, you know. And, and I know that uh social media is uh filled with poison and trolls and you need to have a thick skin to put up with that kind of stuff. And uh, people that expose their opinions publicly um need to view it as that and take it with a grain of salt. Uh I just think it would be more interesting as well for the Churros y Tacticas community to have a more level debate where both sets of fans get involved. Whether it's just me fucking holding the goddamn Barça torch and have to put up, you know, and defend my point against thousands and thousands of Madridistas that just spew hate and venom at me. Uh, Yeah, I'm like, you know what, fuck this shit. Like, this is bullshit, this is bullshit. You just, I cannot win. Like, it's it's a lose-lose, for sure.
0: Well, we gotta grow. We gotta grow the audience to. We got grow beyond Real Madrid fans. And it, it is funny because when you think about it, this podcast like Real Madrid is like at the bottom of the topics topic list. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. and, it's, and and is mm-hmm. the primarily mm-hmm. primary focus. Um, but we, we yeah, but we yeah, do yeah. have Kool-Aid, so we do you need the coolers to keep spreading to the other coolers. And I, I will say there was one guy on YouTube who. Had a Barcelona profile picture, and he said Ronaldo is better than Messi. So I, I suppose he does speak for every Kool-Aid. So I, I think that debate is settled there too. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and hey, hey, hey do, if you do ask any Maldivista, the common thing they'll say is that like they'll always preface it by saying Diego, you know, you're my favorite Kool-Aid. So you got, <laughs> I know they you do got say that.
1: that. <laughs> I want to be friends with you. <laughs> but we do, but we do
0: gotta, we gotta We're ask, we do gotta ask our listeners to definitely raise their level of maturity and their dialogues and all that stuff for sure. So. Um we gotta you gotta you know for people have to understand for Diego and I when we get into these debates, it's like two brothers getting into a debate, you know after the debate, we don't go and like you know we don't go and insult each other online you know we you know <laughs> we we reconvene and it's the same we do you that over whatsapp yeah we we we, over, what, we talk WhatsApp some shit on whatsapp and then we show up again and we do it again and again, it's a family, so you know. Yes. So tr- the listeners have to keep that in mind too. They don't need to also just c- get carried away and go, go crazy with all this. But as long as we keep it, you know, sick to, let's stick it to football, you know, we're good. Um,
1: all right. I have another podcast starting soon, bro. So I got, I got to go, but go, go. And you know what? It's really, uh, I need to fix out. If somebody can help me understand why also the, the, the feed, the stream is so glitchy from my end. Uh, and I know that people have been complaining about that in certain comments as well. And you're right to do so. I need to figure that out. Cause it's uh, uh, it's very annoying. Anyway, yeah, it. send that's us That's it some for help. today, folks. Yeah. Okay. Yes, if anybody uh, could explain that.
0: Okay, thank you, man. Appreciate it, Diego. Nice haircut. Thank you, dude. We'll see you Friday thank over you. on patreoncom ChurrosyTacticas. and if you want more controversial Twitter stuff, twittercom Tacticas without the Y. Thanks, Diego. Take care, buddy. Bye, bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.